All right. Hope you're back in your seats and uh, back in your comfy chairs and your lounge chairs and uh, and on your couches with your nice comfy blanket all wrapped up, maybe in front of a fire and uh, enjoying the time that we have uh, together. You know, I thought a lot about uh, sermons that I was going to continue preaching uh, today, and I and I thought about you know preaching on fear and continuing kind of some of the message that we started last week. But as I thought about that, I thought you know it might be good to give some sense of uh, normalcy back into things and decided to go back into our Teach Us to Pray sermon series. Before I do that, though, just a couple of real quick announcements. I know Corey mentioned and, and uh, some of these. We will be going back to having both Bible studies and home groups um, here very, actually this coming week. Uh, so on Tuesday at 9 a.m., we'll have our Bible study on the book of John that will be available through our Zoom conference uh, call. It is uh, an event on our Facebook page, so if you want to look at that event on Facebook page and click on that Zoom, uh, it'll log you in, and if you have a video, that's great, then I'll be able to see your smiling faces and we'll be able to talk that way. Uh, we're also going to do the same thing on our home groups. Uh, our home group will happen on Wednesday, uh, starting at 7 o'clock. We're not going to meet in my home, but we'll meet online again uh, via Zoom. And so just want to encourage you to, uh, you know, get that Zoom and, and get that on your computer or on your phone. It's free. You don't have to pay any money for it, but it works real well on phones and or computers that have like a webcam or something like that so we can see you. If for some reason you don't have those, you're probably not watching us right now. But if you don't for some reason or can't have access to that, we'll also have a conference call number that you can call into and uh, watch us that way in addition. Okay. Um, the other thing I want to say is from a outreach standpoint, we are doing backpacks still. Uh, those backpacks happen to run uh, uh, every Friday now. We're not doing them on Tuesdays and Fridays. We're only doing them on Fridays. And so on Fridays, we'll be doing these backpacks, and uh, we do need your help. You know, a lot of the people that come out to these backpacks are in the um, the age that CDC would say is uh, – in the dangerous group, let's just put it this, that way. I'm trying to be polite. A little bit of the older at age risk. group. At risk group, yes. And so I'm asking if you're not at that at risk group uh, to come out and help us so that we can maybe start asking some of these older uh, ladies and, and gentlemen that come out to this group to just, you know, take a break and, and not uh, come during these times. I don't want to put anyone in danger. And then finally, I want to say before we jump into the sermon, I just want to say, um, you know, we're at a very unique time in our country right now. Uh, things are being shut down. I expect very soon for us to also be on a, in a lockdown uh, or whatever they call it, stay in place or whatever they call that. And so, uh, but when that happens, you know, please take advice of the government and the CDC and what the governor is saying. They're trying to do things to help us. If you're able to stay home, stay home. If you're able to, uh, you know, limit your travel, limit your travel. That doesn't mean that we stop looking out for each other. I know I got a couple texts this, uh, this week. Thank you, um, Doreen, for the text. Uh, and and uh, her text was specifically asking, is there anyone in our church that needs anything? And so if there's people in the church that need something, if you're at that at-risk group and you need something, then contact us. Contact me. Send me a text. Call me. Uh, reach out to me. Email Facebook, whatever, and uh, we'll get people to help you out because we have people within our church that are looking to help others, and uh, this would be a great time to do that. So you can also comment on Facebook. Uh, Corey is manning the Facebook page as we speak now, and so um, 
I want this to be interactive. We're going to talk about forgiveness today, and we're going to talk about the Lord's Prayer, continue on our prayer, but I want this to be interactive. So if you have anything to say, I know a lot of you are saying hello to each other and all of those things, but if you have anything to say, please comment. We'd love uh, to do that. And if you have a question, uh, post that on that Facebook page, and Corey will try to get to that uh, to me as I am preaching. And then finally, just want to shout out Becky uh, Zimmer and say happy birthday, Becky. This Wednesday is Becky's birthday. Um, we're not going to be able to get you that cake that we wanted to get to you, but maybe when all this is over, we'll celebrate your birthday during that time. So happy birthday, Becky. All right, let's pray, and then we'll jump into the sermon. Father, we thank you so much for what you're doing in our midst. Lord, we thank you that you have slowed us down, that you have caused us to take a break and, and to reevaluate the things that we are doing. Lord, I pray that this time that we're in right now would be a time of growing closer to you and closer to our family members, Father. For way too long, we've been on fast forward and going at a, at a fast pace, Lord. And I believe that this uh, virus that has hit us is uh, one of those ways that you're just going to use to cause us to slow down and, and to reevaluate our life. And so, Father, I pray today for each and every single person that's listening or will listen to this sermon, that they would just be able to evaluate their life in the light of the Holy Spirit that resides in all Christians, Father. And in the light of the Father who loves us, that we would look at our lives and say, how can we grow closer to you and how can we go closer to each other as we slow our life down and during this time? Father, I do pray for protection, though. Lord, I pray for a holy protection over every, every single person in our church, every single person that we know and we love, our family members. Lord, I know even right now that there's family members of people who are sick uh, that might possibly have this. And so, Lord, we want to come against that right now in the name of Jesus and just pray for healing and power to be upon them. Lord, we also want to pray for the scientists and the doctors and the nurses and all of those that, and all of these essential people that are out doing their work today. We pray for a holy protection to be over top of them. But we also pray, Father, that you give them wisdom of how to battle this. Lord, you are the supernatural great physician, great healer, and you could do anything that you want to do. And so we believe that you could heal us and you could heal the people of this world right now of this disease. And so we ask you, Lord, in your mighty way that you would just cause wisdom to fall upon doctors and scientists and those that are trying to figure this out, that they could come up with a solution and a, and a, and a, uh, a thing to heal this and, and cause this uh, virus to stop, Father. Protect us. Give us wisdom of how to be guided and be strengthened to be protected. Lord, only by your hand and power we ask for these things. We glorify you, Father, today. Lord, I pray that my words today would not be my own, that they would truly be your words, Father, and that you would help us to do your will in all that we say and do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today I want to continue on our series of sermons that we have been doing called the uh, Teach Us to Pray. As you know, we've been looking at the Lord's Prayer over the last uh, few weeks. And, um, you know, we've gone through the Lord's Prayer line by line. The Lord's Prayer was not a prayer that was meant to be recited, although we all know how to do that. Our Father who art in heaven, join with me. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us and lead us not into lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever amen and amen that is the lord's prayer jesus taught us to pray that jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray that but too often as i have said over the last few weeks we take that as a exact words that we should pray today's sermon is going to be looking at Matthew chapter 6, verse 12. It's up on the screen beside, behind me here. But if you have your Bibles at home, open up to Matthew chapter 6, verse 12. And it says, Forgive us our debts 
as we have, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Now, before I go any further, I want to just remind you, you know, as I said that prayer, I don't know if you caught it. I said trespasses and forgive those who trespass against us. And so as you look at the different translations of scripture, it'll often say trespasses versus debts. And so Jesus actually even, we're, we're going to get to this verse here uh, in a moment, but later on after the Lord's Prayer, he actually brings up this idea of trespasses. Now, a lot of the old translations will say trespasses versus debts. Neither of them is wrong. They're both correct. It's just a different way of looking at it. The issue with this is that many years uh, when, when Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray, debts meant something completely different than, uh, had a different uh uh, level of meaning as what they do today. Today, when we think of a debt, we think of what we owe the credit card companies or what we owe for student loans or what we owe for the, uh, the mortgage on our house. Those are debts that we all have. And that is true. Those are debts that we owe. Back in biblical time, when Jesus was walking the earth, he talked about trespasses. And the reason why he talked about trespassers is because he was trying to make a point to his disciples. And I think the difference of these two words in the scripture are very important for us to understand. They basically mean the same thing. When you owe someone a debt, that means you have, you have taken something from them and now you owe that back to them, sometimes with interest, like if you take a loan. And so what Jesus is saying is when you sin, when you, when you do something that causes that separation, if you will, from, from each other, from him, then we owe him something in return. There's something that's owed to God. And so Jesus, thank, thank you, Lord, he came down to this earth and paid for our trespasses, paid for our debts by dying on that cross. Every sin that we do has to be, uh, has to be met. There has to be a, a payment met for that. Now, Jesus, because he died on the cross, paid our sins, paid our debts for us. That doesn't mean that we should stop asking for forgiveness. One of the greatest things that I hear from Christians often today is, if I have prayed to ask Jesus into my heart, does that mean Jesus is going to forgive me of all my sins and do I not have to ask him for forgiveness ever again? I mean, that's a question I hear all the time. And, and Corey, I would say that is not true. You do have to ask for forgiveness. Jesus wants you to seek forgiveness. Forgiveness is not on Jesus' behalf. Forgiveness is for us. Asking for Jesus to forgive us of our debts is for us to, to, to have something taken off of us, is to remind us that we have done something wrong versus Jesus, when he died on the cross, yes, he died for your sins in the past, he died for your sins present, and he died for your sins in the future. However, having said all that, Jesus wants us to ask for forgiveness. He wants us to ask him for forgiveness of our sins. That is why he's teaching his disciples on every day to daily pray to ask for his trespasses or your debts to be forgiven. Because he wants us to remind ourselves that when we sin, there's a penalty to that sin. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to get uh, negative on you here on this, but you know, honestly, every sin that you and I do pounds another nail into Jesus's hands. You know, I, I often think about it this way, and and I think about when I sin and I do something I shouldn't do. I think about the pain and agony that Jesus was taking when he was laid on the cross, and his arms were held wide open, and and as he sat there, and he took those nails to his hands and to his feet. That's a very difficult thing for us to grasp a hold of. But when we ask, when Jesus is teaching his disciples to pray and ask for forgiveness, what he's asking them to do is to remind ourselves that we have done something wrong. And so he reminds us that we need to ask for that forgiveness and we need to ask for that forgiveness of our sins. Now, 
I love this statement. Jesus wanted his disciples, including us, to understand sin in both the sense of owning a debt and a sense of trespassing into territory that does not belong to us. When Jesus talks about trespassing in versus debts, when he talks about debts, he's talking about a, a debt that we owe. But then he, right after Matthew, after the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, verse 14, which we're going to get to in a moment here, he immediately jumps into trespassing. And what he's saying to that, and I love this this imagery, imagery I can't hardly say that word, imagery. I love this image that Jesus has given. Is imagery even a word? I think it is, isn't it? Yes. Is, is imagery a word? I think it is now. Okay, it is now. Anyway, the image is that we have crossed over in a territory that we should have never crossed over into. When we sin, what Jesus is telling us is that we are going to a place that we should not ever go. We should not cross over into those territories. We should not cross over into that land. Today, as you uh, walk the woods or you go anywhere, you might see a sign that says no trespassing. And if you cross over that line, you are breaking the law. You're doing something that you shouldn't do. And uh, a lot of people put no trespassing, no hunting, uh, you know, all of those things, signs up there. And what they're telling you is that if you cross that line, you're going into a property that is not yours. You're going into a land that is not yours. And therefore, you are breaking the law because they are telling you they don't want you there. When Jesus talks to us about our sins, as in trespasses, what he's saying is that when we sin, we are going into a territory that we should have never been in. Our sins allow us to take that step into a land that we should not be in. It should be a land that we stay away from, a land that we, we, we uh, draw back from when we see that sign. When we go to sin, we should think in our mind, there's a sign up that says, do not trespass. That means we should not cross over into that land. When our mind starts to wonder, we start to think of things that we should not think of, or we say something that we should not say, then we should believe and have this image in our mind that says, there's a sign in front of me that says, do not trespass. So I can have that choice of crossing over that line and saying those things or doing those things, or I can come back and say, nope, that's a land I should not go on. So Jesus has given an imagery here or an image of us trying to not cross over that boundary, to not go in the place that we should go. Forgiveness uh, is not just for you and I, it's also for those that we receive. Now, if you have your Bibles, uh, Jeremy, can you pull up Matthew chapter 6, verse, um, I think it's verse 14 on the screen here. Um, it's the end of uh, the end. It didn't pull up on the slide. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone at home. But Jesus, don't worry about it, Jeremy. Don't worry about it. Uh, so Jesus at the end of Matthew chapter 6, uh, right after the Lord's Prayer, says that he will forgive our trespasses if we forgive those who trespass against us. Now that's also in the that's also in the Lord's Prayer. But he also says this again. He doubles down, if you will, on that comment at the end of Matthew chapter 6, where he begins to tell people that you should not sin. You should not, you should forgive those around you. See, forgiveness is, is truly for us from Jesus. Jesus offers us that forgiveness. But there's also that next step that forgiveness is also for you and I to give to others. And so um, we should understand that that sin, that, that forgiveness of not only sin, but when someone does something against you, you should be willing to forgive. Now, here's the, here's the point Jesus is trying to make. Have you ever heard of the term uh, hypocrite? I'm sure you probably have, right? We've always, we all have heard this uh this this term hypocrite 
what a hypocrite is is someone who says they're going to do something, but then they turn around and do something exactly opposite. A hypocrite would be someone who seeks Jesus and his forgiveness and asks God to forgive them of all their sins, but then turns around and says, I'm not going to forgive you for your sin, Corey. You made me mad today, and so therefore I'm not forgiving you. But, oh, Lord, please forgive me of my sin. That's being a hypocrite. You can't go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness if you're not willing to extend forgiveness to your brother or your sister. Jesus warns us of this. In fact, he says that we, our sins, will not be forgiven unless we forgive others and the sins that we have. And so that's why in the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus not only talks about our own sin, he's also talking about us forgiving others. And the reason why is that because if we're going to seek forgiveness from Jesus, then we have to be willing to give too. It's becoming Christ-like. Christ forgave us of our sins. And so if we're going to be like Christ, we need to learn to forgive others. Now I'm pointing to Corey. Corey hasn't done anything to me uh, that I need to forgive him yet. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, but there, is that, there is that process. If we receive from Jesus, we need to give that out to others too. Now you may be asking yourself this question. Why am I doing this now? Why am I preaching on this uh, forgiveness. Why didn't I talk about something else? Well, I think we're in a very interesting place in our world today. A world where things just don't seem to matter the way that they did before. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, you know, yeah, I miss sports. I got to be honest with you. I miss baseball. I miss, uh, Na- yeah, Jeremy's back there driving us NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> we miss NASCAR. We miss all of those things. I do miss those things. But, you know, the reality of it is, is that we have learned that our life can go on without those things. And they have gone on. Do we miss them? Sure, we miss them. But our reality is that we're going on. The reality is that our life is different today. And the things that once bothered us before seem not to matter as much now today. And so we have to be, we have to take a hard look at ourselves and say, in this age, especially in this day and age that we're in today, does it matter what others are saying uh, that others are doing. We should be willing to forgive others, even even because of what's going on today, but even outside of what's going on today, we should still be willing to walk in that forgiveness to others. And so that's important. Let me Let me encourage you today. Don't hold on to unforgiveness. If there's someone that you need to forgive, seek them out. Call, don't don't go there. Don't don't drive there, right? We want to keep the social distancing and all of those things. But call them up on the phone and say, hey, listen, you know, I, I've been thinking about this and I just want to forgive you for what you did. And and uh, I, I want to ask you that forgiveness. I want to ask you for forgiveness for something I've done. And so forgiveness is a two-way street. We can seek it. We can give it, but we should also ask for it if we've done someone something wrong too. Ask for that forgiveness. It's important to do that. I think this is one of the most important things we can do in this day and age is learn to be, uh, how to work together and learn to forgive each other of everything that we're going on. And so I just want to encourage you to do that. Also, I want to stop for a moment. Any questions coming in on Facebook that we need to uh, talk about? Uh, So far, we don't have anything coming through. Um, again, just want to encourage you guys, if you guys, uh, do have questions or prayer requests, leave a comment, uh, down below and I'll kind of be feeding those prayer requests and those questions as they are coming in. Yeah. Okay, good. Just want to make sure we're taking a pause in this. I want to be interactive with all of you and give you a chance. We are on a slight delay. So what we're saying now, you're going to hear about in about five seconds. So we're in the future for you guys all now, right now. So just let you know, it's really cool in the future. Just let you know. Um, no, I'm kidding. So, um, but, uh, I I do want to talk about this, and I do want to be honest with you. I know forgiveness is hard to do. Sometimes it's hard to forgive others. Sometimes it's hard to 
to forgive others for something they've done. But we have to just realize that if we're going to be like Christ, if we're going to be like Jesus, we have to give forgiveness out. We have to seek forgiveness. We have to be willing to let it go to other people. That doesn't mean forgiveness. Let me, let me, let me make this very clear. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you are going to be walked all, all over, right? I'm not asking you to take advantage or let someone take advantage of you. But forgiveness means that you're going to hold back that poison pill that was meant for someone else that you're ingesting. You know, instead of, instead of taking that poison, unforgiveness is poison that we take that was meant for someone else. And so when we forgive someone, what we're doing is we're just letting go of those poisonous things that we hang on to. We're letting go of that. Forgiveness is letting go of the penalty of their actions towards you. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not going to have consequences to those actions because consequences and penalties are two different things. But those penalties that we would seek from someone else, we're letting go. We're putting them into the Lord's hand and saying, God, you can, you need to deal with this. I can't. I need to forgive that person. So I'm going to forgive them and I'm going to give that over to you. And by giving that over to, to the Lord, what he does is he knows how to control those things. He knows how better than any one of us how to deal with those things. So it's real important that we seek the Lord to ask the Lord for forgiveness. If In this day and age when we're all living at home together and... Um, and and we're you know dealing with a household of people that may we may not have ne- ever dealt with before because we all had working schedules and all those things. It's good to practice forgiveness. Maybe even right now you can look at that person that's sitting on the couch next to you and say, "I forgive you." Uh, you may be mad you didn't make my dinner the way I wanted it to be, or my my eggs were runny. Right, Corey? That's nothing worse than r- runny eggs. So nothing saying worse I than forgive runny legs, <laughs> runny, runny legs, legs. runny, runny eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to holler up to my wife and forgive her for not making me breakfast this morning, but she did bring down some yeah, muffins. So yeah, she did bring muffins down. So, but saying I forgive you is an important thing. We need to forgive others. Now, I want to pause just for a moment as we begin to wrap this uh, discussion up. You know, and if, again, if you have questions, please uh, Facebook those in. We'll, we'd love to uh, answer some of those questions or talk about those. But. I want to pause just for a moment and kind of switch gears now. Forgiveness to others is important. We need to do that. We need to forgive others. But I want to talk for a moment just about forgiveness, you know, that we need to seek from Jesus. There isn't, uh, you know, our life has been, our lives, all of our lives have been, uh, we, we have looked at our lives in the past and, and maybe even not took, took them for granted, honestly. And as we look all around us, I mean, even just yesterday, 800 and some people died in Italy. Um, I mean, and, and there's people in this country that are dying of this disease and, and dying of this, of, of this uh, virus that's going on. We got we to gotta pause for a moment and really ask ourselves, are we in the right place with the Lord? You know, regardless of whether it's the, uh, regardless of whether you are uh, staying at home and you have no way of catching this disease or not, or this virus, it's important for us to be in the right standing with the Lord. It's important for us to be in that right location, that right place where God has forgiven us of our sins. If you're here today and you've never asked the Lord to forgive you of your sins, today is a perfect day to do that. Right now in your living room with your family members or whoever, all you have to do is you need to ask the Lord. And we're going to do that in a moment. I'm going to lead you through that in a moment. But I want to be honest with you. Tomorrow is not guaranteed for any of us. You know, I was just thinking as I was driving over here, uh, and I appreciate Corey giving us an opportunity to do this in his in his living room or in his his basement. And um, but I was thinking even on the way over here, you know, there are people 
that a week ago or two weeks ago in Italy and other countries around this world and even here in the United States that didn't even know they had this disease and now they're no longer with us. And it just reminded me of the fra- uh, fragile statement of life and how fragile life is. It reminded me of of how what we had two weeks ago was taken away from us and what we have today could be taken away from us this afternoon, next week, whatever. I pray that that doesn't happen. But the truth of it is, is that we live in a very fragile world. And this virus, this COVID-19, this coronavirus, whatever you call it, is causing us to pause and look at it. You know, just this week, uh, I got a wonderful text from Christy, and I'm going to paraphrase Christy because uh, I can't get to it because I'm controlling the slides behind me here. But, you know, Christy said that as she was uh, thinking about everything that was going on and driving to work, she got this just overwhelming sense of the Lord that the Lord was telling her to slow down. Christy wasn't speeding. Uh, Jim, she wasn't speeding. But uh, she did get this she did get this feeling like God was just saying, slow down. And, and as she thought about this and she prayed about it, she realized that the Lord was speaking to her, not about her driving, not about where she was going, but just to slow down her life. And Christy added and ended the text by saying, hey, you know, the one, one of the most wonderful things is that I'm using this time that I have at home to reconnect with my Lord and reconnect with my boys, you know, because of games, because of work, because of schedules, because of uh, all of these things. They didn't have time to reconnect. That's like all of us. All of us are in that way. Just think about how busy your life was just a week ago, two weeks ago, as compared to what it is today. Yes, I know some of you are still working, and yes, you still have a busy life, and I I get that. But I guarantee you, you're not as busy as what you were two weeks ago. Life changes in an instant. And we need to be, we need to just understand that the Lord wants us to be in the right standing. Now, that doesn't mean that we can just wait until tomorrow. It doesn't mean that we can wait until next week. It means right now in your living room, get on your knees and begin to seek the Lord and ask the Lord for forgiveness of your sins. Because it's only by seeking the forgiveness that he offers that we can have eternity. Now, I'm not afraid of COVID-19 or coronavirus. Yeah, I have my times. You can ask my wife. We have our times and moments where we are cautious and we are nervous about what's going to happen and we don't want it. We don't want to get it. And so we're trying to be careful about that. But if I did get it and something happened to me, I'm okay with that because I know where my destiny is. I know where my eternity is going to be. My eternity is going to be in heaven. I know that. I'm guaranteed of that. I'm not afraid of whatever I'm going to face on this earth because of my guarantee that the Lord has given to me that I'm going to spend that time in heaven. Now, today, I want to offer that same type of guarantee. I want to offer that same type of uh, that assurance that I can give to you. And it starts by seeking the forgiveness of your sins from the Lord. We need to come before him at this time, get down to our knees, get down on our hands and knees, get down on our faces, however you feel comfortable doing, and just ask the Lord, cry out to the Lord right now for forgiveness of your sins, asking him, forgive me of my sins, Lord. I want to be with you in eternity. I want to be promised in eternity with you. Now, when we do that, what we're asking, what the Lord asks us to do is to believe in him, to know that he is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 10 says that if we should ask, if we should seek the Lord with all our hearts and all our mind and all our soul, and we should proclaim with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and we should ask him to come into our hearts that he will be our Savior forever. And so what I want to do 
right now in this moment in time is give you an opportunity. If you're listening or will listen at a later time and, and you're hearing this, I want to give you an opportunity to seek the Lord. Seek his forgiveness by just asking him, just in, in your own way, in your own living room, in your own room right now, on the couch, wherever you're at, just raise your hand up to heaven and say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me for what I have done. Come into my heart. Help me in this place, in this day and age, Father, that we are in today to follow you. You are my King. You are my Savior. Forgive me of the sins that I have done. And allow me to ask you, to invite you into my heart to be my King and my Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you've done that, what you have done is just started a relationship and a, a, a relationship that's going to last eternity with Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean that we stop and we don't ever ask for forgiveness again. In fact, in a moment here, I want to pray. Keep playing, Corey. I like that. Um, so in a moment, we're going we're gonna to ask the Lord to forgive us of us that are, have already asked him as a Christian to come into our hearts. And, and we, we, we have that assurance, that, that uh, assurance of eternity. But what we're going to do is ask him to forgive us of our sins anyway. But we need to seek that forgiveness. But if you ask that prayer for the first time, if you said that prayer for the first time, welcome to the kingdom of God. Welcome to the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is celebrating with you today, and he's celebrating with all of us and with you. And if you've made that commitment and you feel comfortable, go ahead and and just let us know on Facebook. Send me a text. Send me an email that I made that commitment today to follow Jesus. And as you do that, it'll be, uh, we want to celebrate with you. We want to follow up with you uh, digitally right now. But uh, we want to follow up with you, and we just want to know that. So how can we support you during this time? The last thing I want to say to you, Jesus wants you to be forgiven. He wants you to be forgiven. If you're a Christian today or you just say the, said those words, Jesus wants us to be forgiven every day because our sin is an everyday action also. And so let's not... Let's not just overlook this fact. If you've been a Christian five years, 10 years, 30 years, 100 years, I don't care how long you've been a Christian. We need to seek the Lord's forgiveness for our sins. We need to constantly remind ourselves that he paid a price for us on that cross and to remind us that we need his forgiveness. So let's do that today. Father, We, I want to pray for all of us in this place that are listening and that are, that are following you but have messed up, Father. We all do, Lord. It's, it's an everyday occurrence, unfortunately, and we apologize and we ask you for your forgiveness of that. Lord, sin is rampant in our life. It's, it's rampant in, around the world today. And we just want to seek your forgiveness of that sin, Father. We just want to come before you and say, forgive us of our sins, Father. Help us to seek you more today. Help us to seek you more in this time and need that we're in, in this place that we're in. Help us to seek the forgiveness from you that we need. Lord, we want to come before you. And even here right now in this moment, I just want to pause for a moment with Corey playing the guitar. I just want to pause for a moment and give you a chance to cry out to your Lord and ask him for your forgiveness of your sins. Whatever it is that you've been hanging on to, if you've been a Christian for a hundred years, you've been a Christian for just two, two days, it doesn't matter. Whatever you've held on to, let it go and give it over to Jesus. Let it go and let him take a hold of it. He wants to forgive you of those sins. He doesn't want you to hang on to those sins. He wants you to let go of those sins. 
And yes, we should have done that when we were saved. But sometimes we as Christians, sometimes us as believers who have been following Jesus for so many years need to be reminded of the penalty that we, the cost, the pain that we and suffering that we incur on Jesus because of our sins. So right now in this place, let's ask the Lord for forgiveness, to seek his forgiveness for all the sins that we have done in our lives. Father, we just ask you that we can walk with you, that we can be guided by you, protected by you, strengthened by you, but most importantly, forgiven by you, Father. We daily want to come to you and ask you for forgiveness of our sins, but we also daily want to come and forgive those who have trespassed against us, forgive those that have debts against us. Father, help us to be forgiving people to be guided people, to be strengthened people by your will, by your actions, by your love, Father. May your Holy Spirit guide us and direct us. May you lead us and help us to be forgiven with every action as we seek you in all of our days and what we have in this place. May we seek you in all that we do. We praise you, Father. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Church, listen, it doesn't end. Hey, listen, this is probably one of the quickest times our church has ended. Maybe people are going to want us to do this online more often, Corey. It's 1121 and I'm getting ready to wrap up. Can you believe that? 1121. Listen, though, church doesn't end right now because we're ending. Uh, Church, this is only the beginning. This is where it starts. You know, yesterday I had a call out to my neighbor, uh, Robert, um, and just said, hey, are you doing all right? And he said, yeah. He asked me if I was doing all right. And he reminded me, he goes, hey, we're here if you need something. You know, just call me. If you need uh, you need milk or you need bread or you need something like that, call me. You know, and, and I told him the same thing. And, you know, it's perfect. Uh, that's a perfect example of how we should be doing things. But let me encourage you today to reach out to someone that you may not have talked to. Maybe it's someone at church that you used to sit next to and you haven't seen them in two weeks. Reach out to them on Facebook. Reach out to them on text. Reach out to them on voicemail and just say, hey, how are you guys doing? Check up on them. Ask them what they're doing. You know, ask them how they're doing. Offer if they're older and they can't get out or, or they don't want to get out. Offer to go to the grocery store for them. Offer to, to, to just spend some time with them. And uh, just let's be the church. It doesn't end because we're ending online. It ends when the Lord comes back. And he's not coming back yet. can't promise you they won't be back in a couple hours or a couple days. But uh, he's not coming back yet. And so we still have to be the church. So let's be the church. Let's go out and do that. I'm going to pronounce a blessing over you. If there's any, Is there any questions that came in? Any? No? Okay. I'm going to pronounce a blessing and then we're going to go ahead and wrap up. And I just want to encourage you, if you want to go back and re-listen to this, you'll be able to do that either on our website at passioncommunitychurch.com. And then you'll see the thing that says Passion Live. Or you can actually also go to uh, the Facebook page and you can re-watch this sermon. But I want to encourage you, call us if you need something. Call us if you have problems or need help uh, doing something. And then also reach out. Uh, get online on Tuesday and join our John Bible study uh, Wednesday night at our home group. And then we're also very soon, we'll be announcing this probably Monday or Tuesday, uh, going to be doing a nightly, a weekly prayer meeting where we're just going to get online and pray. 
and uh, pray for the end of this, pray for each other, pray for uh, protection and guidance and all those things. So we'll be doing that very shortly, announcing that probably Monday or Tuesday and uh, going that route. So let me pronounce this blessing. Father, we thank you for who you are. I, right now, in the name of Jesus, just want to Uh, pronounce a blessing over every single person that is listening or will listen to this online. And Father, and everyone that's in this room also, Father, I just want to pronounce a blessing of your protection, your power, your guidance. Lord, give us wisdom that can only come from the Holy Spirit. Lord, give us that, that those guardian angels that protect us, that envelop us with a bubble of protection against COVID-19, Father. Uh, Lord, just give us that wisdom of where to go, what to do, what to say, Uh, Give us wisdom of how to reach out to people and who we need to reach out to during this time, Father. Help us to continue to be the church and not miss out on the fact that just because we don't meet together in a building doesn't mean that we're not the church. We are the church. So, Lord, I pronounce that blessing, that Holy Spirit power. Lord, may you come and give us what we need. Holy Spirit, I ask you to just come and, and empower every single person that's hearing this right now in the name of Jesus. Come into their lives, Holy Spirit. Give them wisdom. Give them the gifts that you can only bring to us, the gifts of prophecy, the gifts of, of healing, the gifts of, uh, of discernment, all of those things, Lord. We need those things more than ever right now, Father. And so we ask you, I pronounce a blessing over that. And I just say what I have, I lay my hands virtually on every single one of you and just pronounce a blessing of the Holy Spirit power upon you right now. Receive it and walk in it in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done, all that you will do. We thank you that we can come together in this way. We love you, Lord. We glorify you, Father. We honor you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you all. I miss you so dearly. After all, I am an extrovert. I really can't wait to hug all of you, uh, even you, Becky Long, because uh, you hate hugs. But uh, <laughs> we do love you guys all, and uh, we miss you guys. And uh, hopefully, let's keep in touch. Call, Facebook, let's do all those things. Keep in touch, and let's stay connected. Love you all. God bless you all, and we'll see you again uh, soon. Amen. <laughs>